BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to Pardon by America with your hosts, David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turkey coming out. That thing's rubbing up on my plane. Chris Holden. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana latte taffies. Those are better. And Greg Williams. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. Another episode, baby. What's up, everybody? It's sunny outside. Sunny on a Sunday. God, what's that? Isn't there a song Sunday morning? Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, it's, it's Creed. Oh. <laughs> Should have been there on Sunday morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's nice outside. Yeah. yeah, it's nice outside, and it's nice inside B-E-A-utiful. of our hearts. beautiful. Thanks to Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Look at this bird just watching us right now. Oh. It's just so beautiful. Chirping. That's a red-breasted robin. It's a silly that's booby. Not, that's not what it I is. Don't know, I don't know. <laughs> a red-breasted booby bird. Okay. Anyways, today uh, I want to talk about some uh, some stuff that's going on in sex. Minnesota. Some creepy sex. Talk though. about this is, creepy sex. This is uh, creepy child sex. This is not anything that we want to uh, endorse. No, there's uh, there's some stuff going on in Minnesota. I don't know. I don't know everything, but we're not really going to talk about the details today. But it's basically they want to. They want to kind of mandate a child, um, or I should say, like sex education, and it's it's driven towards pre-K and elementary school. And mm-hmm. the argument is is uh, the book that uh, they're going to be using as their kind of go-to guide is a Planned Parenthood endorsed book, which you know to some is already that's a no-no, mm-hmm. you know. So we're going to discuss what a little about that and talk about or what we feel about it since we all have children and do we want our pre-k kids learning about anal sex and where that little g-spot is in the man's booty so 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 technically this is like a new book that they're gonna introduce right it's it's not a new book um i mean it's fairly new the book in itself is uh is is a sex education book it's made on at least on the book itself says it's for 10 year old 10 year olds and over Mm. Um, and it talks about um, it talks about you know everything that you would expect. It talks about masturbation and um, well uh, transgenders. I guess that's new. Do you oh, guys wow. remember when we had to go through sex education in school? Yeah, I, and that I was do. like sixth grade. I feel like I was in sixth grade. I, I feel like I was around middle school. Sixth, it was middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Something we like went that. through. There was a hygiene class. There was like a teaching on hygiene. And yeah. they, it kind of went through uh, girls' periods and stuff. Hygiene class? Well, it was like in one of our health classes in fourth grade. I remember fourth grade. It was like, uh, yeah, I mean, there was some video. Ours was literally called sex ed. That was yeah. We had was. sex ed in sixth grade, Monticello. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that uh, lesbian PE teacher is the one that taught it. I remember that. <laughs> but was what I remember about it. <laughs> it's always a lesbian. <laughs> it always is PE teacher. What I remember about it though is, um, at least from my thought. It was just your standard sex education. Like, yeah. okay, like, listen, uh, this is a penis. Uh, this is a vagina. Men um, have penises. Women know, has vagina. Like, men and women get together and they produce babies if they have sex. And this is yeah. Uh, I remember it being. It was just like, pretty, like, like it was the most straightforward, basic. It was. There was no talk of transgender. There was no talk of even gay or lesbian that I remember. And there certainly was no anal discussion. There was no no. Um, I remember they showed like a, um, I don't want to say like a childbirth cause it wasn't, but it was like a, mm-hmm. 
It was. It was. Like but a, it wasn't it was like, like an actual. Crowning. It wasn't. No, I don't even think they showed like. We, a, we watched. A, yeah, they watched that. I watched the whole thing, dude. It was. was that, a, did that happen? Yeah, it was in seventh grade, and I remember watching because it, it was the Blue Baby. Everybody oh, yeah. called it the Blue Baby video. Okay. I don't really remember. Oh, yeah, out, it's fucking it, blue. Yeah, I don't remember it seeing it come out of yet. the vagina, yeah. but maybe it did. Either way, like that's to me, that's like your standard. And 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 again, we were in middle school. So we were, you know, we were more in that 13, 12, 13 age group. Yeah. And Which they're, they're is talking about teaching this to kids that are 10 and under. Like five, six. Ugh. And preschool. Four, and four year olds. Four year olds. I mean, four to 10. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying. That's they're a pretty- bit. In my personal opinion, other people's obviously may change, but that's a little young. Well, a lot I, young. I might. <clears throat> Might be okay with just like a descri- a description course, like "Hey, this is a woman, this is a man," but that, not at pre K. Maybe like fourth, fifth grade. Mm. Introduce the difference between male and female. Well, I'd say you're pretty pretty dumb if you don't know what male and female is. Well, I mean, well, you know. you're five, you're four or five years old. You're not, well, you saying, don't even know, know. what you Kid, are. Kids yeah. talk about that kind of stuff now. I mean, you hear like my son and like, you know, I'm sure our daughter. Yeah, my daughter and, is for sure. And But they're just saying, you know, like, oh, I have a pee-pee and my pee-pee hurts or my pee-pee. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, what? wait a second. Uh, I think I, get, like, I have a pee-pee and you the, have. There's, there's a difference in knowing what you are and recognizing the difference between other people, I feel. Yeah. When you're that young. I would just say that like if like my in middle like elementary school being that I have a daughter kindergarten. Yeah. Like she should be they should just like their sex ed should be basically how to what not to do. You know what I'm saying? Like what's not prevention. Okay. Not prevention, but like my daughter's curious like, for sure, dude. Like, like she's, etiquette almost. Well, just like listen, like have discussions of like, okay, men have a you know, a pee pee. Women have a vagina. Like, that. that's okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and then they say, you know, this is a private thing. Like, you know, you don't share. Because, you know, I, I think that that's the big issue for me. Like, in my age group. Like, they're curious. They are. Yeah, I, I would say mostly have it be, be like a, an explanation course of the questions that yeah. they would have at that age. Yes. Which is going to be very limited. But void of anything that has to do with, like, sexual orientation. Your, yeah. Abortions, like I mean, let's be to real. Me, like to me, I feel like there's been a big push to, or on kids to like figure out what they are. You know what I mean? Like you're asking kids to be like, okay, so you don't have to be a boy because the gender, the whole. Like, I don't, know that, yeah. I don't know that there's a big push on that. I think that they're they're saying like if a kid comes out and says that he feels like a boy says that he feels like a woman. There's a or lot a of support girl. for it, though. It's There's, like, it's, yeah, they, they don't, they're not, I don't want to say that they're pushing it because I don't want to put, I don't want to make them seem that evil because I think that would be really evil. But I think they're okay with the fact if, if Johnny says that he feels like a girl, well, then you need to cater to Johnny wanting to feel like a girl instead of, okay, like explain to Johnny, like, hey, you know, you are what you are. And if you feel that way, that's fine. But, you know, this is how we're running instead, things. Like, yeah. Instead of like trying to like demonize those kind of feelings. And make them I don't feel, feel like, bad about themselves I, no, for even... I don't feel like you should demonize a child. No, no. Like, if, if my daughter says she feels like a boy and she wants to be a boy, like, I'm not going to demonize her for yeah, that. Yeah, no. I'm also not going to cater to her either. Yeah. Like, if she wants to wear... And I'm, this is all hypothetical. But she, like, you know what? I feel like a boy, Dad. The I want to wear fucking guy stuff and wear, you know, play with trucks. I'll buy her trucks. I don't give a shit. We'll let her play with what she wants to. And if she yeah. wants to dress... More like a boy. It all started when she saw Hillary Clinton was like, I like that pantsuit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. It's yeah. begun. But I think you I think you it's no problem if you want to like dress or let them play with stuff. I don't mind that. That doesn't if that's what they want to do, then that's what they want to do. Yeah. But it, there's a line where then they start giving them medications. Yeah, yeah. that's a exact bit hormones. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And that is the line. That you can't cross. I don't yeah. care what any of these stupid fucking parents are saying in Portland. Yep. Because it happens all the time now. Oh, yeah. I'm not even kidding. It happens all the time. Well, they were here. Celebrities are did doing that. It. Yeah. They were trying to pass. Did they pass a thing here not too long ago about kids not needing uh, parental 
Yeah. Shit. Consent. consent and stuff to go to the doctor and get hormone I think that's through Planned Parenthood. Like <laughs> you know? I don't think it is. I think it's a, a thing they can just go to the doctor and they have privacy restrictions now between kids and parents of underage kids. I don't know much about that. I would say that that seems like a hard path. Like, that would be a hard... I feel yeah, like I, I don't know. Sued. I don't know exactly. I just heard something about that happening not too long ago. Well, I know, like, Rogan had a discussion with... Uh, a pretty good discussion. There was a guy on his podcast the other day who does that TV show. Um, Greg, I know you watch it pretty frequently, but he has that show like Ghost Adventures. Adam, I'm just kidding. Adam makes ma- like Adam ruins everything. Adam ruins everything. That guy. Uh, I don't know what show you're talking about. Oh, so, anyways, he was on Rogan. Adam ruins everything. This guy was, and it was a, it was a pretty good discussion. But clearly, by the middle area, you could tell this guy was very pro trans. Claimed to have tons of trans friends, like. Didn't claim to know much about it, but but was very supportive of it. Yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what I think is, like, my friends tell me that <sighs> we need to allow them to have sex changes. And they were really glad that they had hormone changes. And they wish they could have done it when they were six and seven. Yeah. And Rogan, shockingly, being as, as left as he is on a lot of things, was like, no. Like, you can't, you can't fucking give children who are clueless yeah. hormones. Because for every... Five that it works for, there's 10 that wish they wouldn't have done it because it ruins your body. Yeah. Like, say you're 15 now, you've been taking hormones for eight years, and you decide, like, I was just confused and I'm not, I don't want to be a girl, but now you got titties. Well, so and, and <laughs> that's like you're the, crying a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. but hold yeah. on, though. That's also the tricky part, though, because you're asking, so puberty happens at age 13 ish, mm-hmm. all right, on yeah. average. Yep. And but you need to make that decision before puberty sets in. No, you and that's don't. what it's like. No, you don't. What the? How can you expect somebody to have the mental aptitude? Yeah, you, to you say, haven't reached puberty yet, so you have no idea what your body is doing exactly. or what's even happening. I in guess the first I'm confused place. by your thing. I'm I'm saying that like so there is no excuse. You you should never do that before yeah, puberty. No, is that what you were saying? Yeah. So okay, so basically, I, I was mixing you up. So what happens is like. Um, Let's say there's a boy, right? And he thinks that he should be a girl. If he gets on um, hormone replacement therapy mm-hmm. or transition therapy yeah. before puberty, he'll more than likely look like a girl because he's, yeah. he's not going to get the facial hair. He's not going to get the fucking this broad shoulders, the, yeah, he, the muscular. He, he, he snipped the, the puberty it before cycle it started. Is cut it out before it started change, yeah. You know, transforming his body. Yeah, but if he were to wait, so if he were to come to you and say like, "I think I'm a, a girl," you go, "No, nah, you're fine. Let's just wait until you go through puberty." Goes through puberty, he becomes more manually or manually, manually, manually. manually. <laughs> yeah, Man- and then, manly. but he still has these feelings. But now he's going to look like a man woman. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, it's, I think I, I think I, once you reach that puberty age. And maybe even a couple of years after, maybe like sixteen, ish. Yeah, you have more of an idea of your own identity, rather than if you were seven and you it's, have a hard time it, yeah. holding your shit in. Yeah, it's like what's the appropriate age when you're an adult, but when and why? Because I, I a I don't think so. Eighteen. Everything else they want to like. Here's the thing. Here's I'm just thing. I'm playing devil's advocate here. You should. That's that's fine. But my point is, is like you can't smoke, you can't drink, you yeah. can't vote, you can't, you you can't do anything. You don't have the mental mental capacity to make critical decisions. But ba- yeah, and- so they've done like probably studies to show like sixteen year olds have the capa- capacity to drive, but they don't have the capacity to listen. It's I, smoke I cigarettes. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that like, I don't think it's like a secret that like people are confused all the time. I think even a normal person like us or semi-normal, whatever you want to say, normal, the average are confused about certain things at times in life. I'm not saying sexually necessarily. I thought my butthole was a vagina for the longest time. You know, that makes sense. I have a specific story in my head where I remember getting sick while I was a kid and I just learned that my mom... (laughs) <laughs> would not pee out of a wiener like I did. 
Oh. So mm. then I had the runs and I was yelling to my mom in the bathroom, Mom, I'm peeing out of my butt. Because oh I, I thought I was doing what she was doing. And that's the mental capacity you're at at like six years old. Yeah. It's like you don't <laughs> yeah. realize the anatomy of certain objects. I mean, for instance, my fucking cousin, he thought that um, like sex was when a man sticks his penis into a hole that lies underneath a boob. <laughs> He thought that's, see, that's, that's where the ejection spot was. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's the, <laughs> the like, listen, that's spot. what makes like children, like, they have an imagination. They're going to think of like all these random, I mean, just like the stork thing, you know? But like, it's, some it's, kids thought that the stork delivered babies. It's like, was this guy watching like some TFing, I think like, you know, video? <laughs> no, I think what is it, what it is, is his parents probably were really scared to tell him the truth and made up some bullshit story. Yeah, TFing? Know? What's that, Greg? I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm just being, you know, PC I don't want to make this specific on like transgender, although it is a big topic because in this book, they have a discussion of like one of the chapters is like who you are. And then it goes on and makes a list of like transgender, lesbian, yeah, the gay, queer, straight. Yeah. And at six or seven years old, saying transgender is a much more loaded question or much more loaded statement than just throwing it out there. It has a lot more consequences. Well, there's, it's not, it's consequences, but it's like, you can't just say like, it's okay to be transgender and queer. They don't well, understand what that means. No, exactly. it's not just, it, there's so much more to it. It needs to be explained so much more than just saying, it's okay if you want to be a woman or a man and you're the other sex. <laughs> like, you can't, I get where people are coming from. They want like, you know, they want everybody to be inclusive. Yeah. And feel like they're safe being what they are. And I agree yeah. with that. I don't want anybody to feel like they're afraid to be what they want to be. Yep. But at six years old, you shouldn't. Kids, A, don't care. Well, yeah. Sexual preference should not be on the top of their priority list, right? No. Like anal sex that decide, they discuss. Decide, this, no. That should know, not be a topic. You know, like, do you think Johnny's cute or do you think little Kimmy is cute? Uh, like, I don't give a shit. I just think that at that age, it should be, it's okay to like be attracted to people. I think my daughter is, I, and she definitely is, man. She's like, definitely like thinks boys are cute and yeah. she like, everybody's yeah. cute. My son has a crush on a girl in his class. And, and my daughter's very curious too but, about like sexual parts and stuff. She is. I mean, and, but the thing is, is like, you have to explain to her, like, listen, I, I understand where you're coming from. Because, you know, boys, like, sit there and just pl diddle with their dicks, dude. Yeah. I don't have a boy. They do. But they just sit there and they fucking pull it and yank it. And what's a sack under here? And Well, I told what, you, when, you know, my, when my son got out of the bathtub, he was, like, flicking his nuts. And he was yeah. saying, he used to go on, <laughs> dingling my berries, dingling <laughs> yeah. my berries. That's a point, though. It's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> they, you will. Yeah. You know, like, you're going to look at your butthole and be like, what is this Well, thing? Van, Van does it. He's... One and a half. And I know. You change his diaper and he reaches down and but grabs That's his every nuts. kid. Yeah. It's every kid. They they're curious on what this thing yeah. is. Yeah. That's and that's okay. And that's where that's what they should be teaching. Especially like, when the diaper comes off, because then they're like, Oh, here's my chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. They're yeah. Like, what is this? What is this? You're like, No. <laughs> Slapping his hands away. Don't, you're getting but, shit on your hands. Stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just fucking monkeys. <laughs> the point is, is like teach children what that is and what it is. What's the basic use of it? You don't have to go into descriptive of like this. This goes in here at six. You can say, no. "This is what you use to release, you know, all the food and the stuff that you have." Like this yeah. used to like. Yeah, more about explaining the your parts rather like than like look at look at else's. a scientific book that explains what a penis and a vagina is. Don't look at a fucking modern day, you know, <clears throat> example of it. Like if you go to the the old books of just like dictionary, what is a penis? Just yeah. tell them that. It's a fucking thing that hangs off of you that you're used to fucking pee. Well, so I think that this is where the importance of family cohesiveness comes into play. And that was talked about in the thing. Yeah. Because if you're learning about this stuff and you see happy mommy and happy daddy and, and the family, that's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you can have those discussions and be like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to my dad. I'm going to talk to my mom about this. And even if it's a gay couple, I don't care. Like if it's two dads talking, but they're happy and they have a family, you know, they adopted. But if you have a single mom out there, I'm not like saying that it's worse, but I, I can only imagine if you have a single mom who's like maybe cycling through boyfriends and 
you have a young daughter looking at this and being like, oh, well, okay, what am I to think here? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I? Well, there's a lot of situations. It doesn't have to be just a woman, you know? Well, it's the same exactly. thing for, yeah, it's the same situation for guys. If you have a, if you're a, a single dad. I just chose a woman because that was, uh, you're sexist. sexist. Yeah, I'm sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I think you ultimately, here's my, here's my argument, and I guess this is where I side but with But she's a gentleman. white woman. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm not being, I'm not singling out any minority here. I think that what this this gentleman, his name is uh, Lucero. I can't think of his first name, but Eric Lucero. He's from Minnesota. He's a guy that's that's on this video that we watched before the episode. He his argument is that none of this should even be okay. It should be parents' decision, and it should be. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I agree with with you, Greg. That like some parents they don't have two parents. Some situ- home situations are rough. For kids and they don't get the well not just rough but they they see inconsistency but that's what i'm saying like the ideal family life is not for the majority of people it's not there uh for the majority of people i would say uh, maybe yeah i don't know man i don't know you think the majority of people don't have families no that's single? not what i mean i i mean i think the majority there's majority like parent mother households but I, I also s- say I that s- even a percentage of like the married families that are together aren't necessarily um, good parents necessarily. And I don't mean a bad parent. I just mean they don't talk to their kids as much as they should, especially nowadays with cell phones. And yeah, like I'm just saying the interaction is different now than it was with children before. Exactly. And so and- that's uh, so I think that they so playing the devil advocate role. Right. Hmm. So. <clears throat> Exposure to sex and transgenderism and, you know, a lot of stuff about just sexual education is going to happen at a younger age due to exposure on your electronic systems and due to exposure just in general out in the world, right? Because look at our whole culture, dude. Yeah, I know, but that's the problem that I, I have. I disagree with that. Like, you can't just keep catering to the norm because if you keep catering to the norm, okay, it gets out of control. It's not catering to the norm. Though. It's definitely catering to the norm. It's uh, it's being part of a society. I mean, no, like the problem turning on your TV. No, the problem is not that. Like, yeah, but here's the, here's what I'm getting at. Just because they're doing it doesn't mean it's right. So just because there more kids are on the phone now doesn't make it more okay. Yeah, and I get you. You're talking more of a preventative aspect of since they are on the phones that we need to start being a little more open and maybe earlier ages i get where you're coming from but no i'm just saying they're going to be exposed to it i mean unless you're a super helicopter parent and you're like nope i'm going to put a filter on this i'm going to put a filter on that whose house are you going over to yeah do they have filters on their shit too because i'm going to have to go over there and put some filters on my argument is they should be going more in that direction anyways like we need to start like understanding that like this cell phone is damaging children yeah I have been like yeah, how very much, adamant over the past it takes, month it, that Rowan will not be playing on my phone anymore. Yeah. And she hasn't. And mm-hmm. Gwen does not play on my phone anymore. And because it was very easy, and I'm sure you guys would agree, it's very easy to like hand over your phone when you're watching a, a sports game or you're watching yeah. motocross or yeah. you're watching whatever, you know, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Just play with this and just be quiet for a little bit. I'm trying to... So that's easy. But then all of a sudden they're... Becomes they're a habit. Deep in the web. <laughs> YouTube. Becomes addicted. And my point is, is like, instead of sex education, because they are on the phones more and they're exposed to more things, why do we not start getting back to be a parent, have these talks with your kid, don't let them sit on the cell phone all night, don't let them watch shows that are inappropriate for them to watch. And I'm not saying I, I want to be a stiff parent, like I want to be some old, you can't do anything but play outside, but no, kids aren't playing outside anymore. Yeah. I mean, honestly, my kids went out and had a picnic yesterday. Like out in the grass here, yeah. Just being outside, they were just out here, yeah. And the point is, is like, let them go out and play. Let them like be a ch- child. They don't need this cell phone. They have toys. They yeah. This be, this kind of stuff takes a lot more responsibility than we than I feel like we understand. This kind of stuff is in cell like phones. is in cell phones and technology. Yeah. It's you need to be responsible with it. And kids at that age don't know how to control themselves, and then it becomes they can. Oh, actually just become addicted to it well, have you ever, and it becomes a problem. Have you ever watched a kid on like an iPad? Zombie. Yeah. They're, well, no. no, they they click on fucking a video every five seconds. Yeah. yeah. I want to watch this video. Yeah. Oh, I want to watch this video. I want to watch this video. And so it's like, like Dave was saying, you're going to 
who the hell knows where you're going to end up. Down the rabbit hole. And I, I'm saying that, like, you don't know what they're watching. Like, after here's five the minutes. thing. Here's what I'm trying to get at. And I get, like, on a different point that's hopefully will make the other point I was trying to make. Like, if you have transgender, that's a thing now. It probably has always been a thing, but it's a relevant thing now, right? How many kids are truly transgender? So I don't, I don't, I'm not asking for specifics, but I'm saying in a vast population of like my daughter's school, very small, very small, right? Yeah. You're talking one kid out of a thousand, maybe. I don't, I don't yeah. know. The, I'm, I'm just spitting fake numbers. But my point is, is like now because there's one in a thousand or one in two thousand or whatever. We don't, I mean, we're in Longview. It's not a very big population. I don't think there's that many trans kids in our school system. I would bet you there's less than five. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know either. But I'm just saying, I, I, if I had to guess, I would say less than five. Point being, why are we catering an entire curriculum around five? Yeah. Like, why does my kid have to be er- thoroughly confused on sex? And so you're saying I can be a man? Well, you're saying I could be whatever. I could be a unicorn. Dude, it's, a, yeah. it's the same thing as why do they have decaf coffee? Why do they have veggie pizza? Why do they have veggie sandwiches? No one eats that shit. You're catering to like a, a population yeah. that is. Yeah. I mean, not the majority. You it's know, a, it's an inconvenience to say the least. And I mean that like because I work around the restaurant industry, like the idea that like and I t- this happens all the time. There's restaurants, burger joints, right? Yeah. They come in, they buy their normal shit, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, I got to get this 60-count of veggie patties because once a day I have somebody that wants a veggie patty. Well, they have to store this veggie patty that they don't want to have to fucking have, but they have well, to Well, they, they don't have up. to have it, though. No, but I know, but see, that's the thing. It's like in Portland, if you don't cater, then people start like, oh, you don't <clears throat> offer a bean burger? Like, that is... That's how am I supposed to eat it? Or and yeah. it's very like the stupid. Yeah. Exclu- well, like, that, that goes back to that whole case with that fucking cake maker guy. Well, so you know how many times so uh, Tiffany's sisters ve- or vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how many times that we haven't we choose a restaurant that has vegan options now. It's like one hundred percent of the time we have to like choose like if we go out to breakfast or lunch or something. We have to choose a place that has vegan options. Here's the mm. thing. You're inconveniencing everybody. When you're not in the norm, and I'm not saying it's not normal. I'm not saying it's not normal to like want to be meatless like yeah. and go meatless. But when you're like an outlier of the norm, mm-hmm. the norm is majority of people in America in the world eat meat. Vast majority. Mm-hmm. But if you decide that you're going to be outside of this, you can't expect everybody to cater to your needs. Like a restaurant is going to be a restaurant. No. You either go there or you don't. Yeah. If you want to go to a vegan joint, then there's a ton of vegan options. Vegan yeah, only my, restaurants. My sister-in-law was vegetarian for years. <laughs> yeah. And obviously if we'd have them over for dinner at, in our home, mm-hmm. we'd we'd cook something that everyone would enjoy. They should but bring it, but if like we went out yeah. to dinner... It wouldn't matter. She'd just order a salad or order mac and cheese or something like that. Ultimately, this is proving my point, though. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, is like, you know, there's a there's tons of variations that are that are minuscule in, in elementary school. We had like I remember in elementary school we had kids. I mean, every school has special education, right? Yep. There's there's autism, like Down yeah. syndrome. I remember in school we had. Do you remember this? You went to CVG, right? Mm-hmm. We had a kid that was like. He was a nice kid, but he passed away. Mm-hmm. He had like some serious complications, but he he was like, I remember that, yeah, yeah. And I remember they had an assembly for this kid. It's a little off topic, but they had an assembly for him. They, you know, and they were saying that like he had passed away, and he, you know, he had complications. And they were like, you know, but the thing is, is like you looked, you looked at the kid, and you're like, he's clearly different than you, yeah. But there wasn't like a. It's good to like explain what that is like so that they understand that like it's something that's he can't help you know or it's you know the kids are gonna be mean you know yeah Yeah, but but my my point is is like you can't have you don't see an entire curriculum in elementary school for down syndrome for example no you know what i'm saying like you don't are you sure no, they have yeah, like special uh, needs classes for kids, but I'm they saying, help all kinds of different. I'm saying they have. Yeah, kids. it's like on a. There isn't just a class for Down syndrome yeah, kids. Yeah, I'm saying my my only point is is like that is a semi rare situation. You know, I it's I think it's pretty rare. 
I mean, it's not overly rare. Autism is very common in some situations. Yeah. But my point is, is like that is a situation where kids would be curious as well as sex and other other options. Oh, yeah. But you can't go into like, there's no way to go into every single variation of what can the, be and yeah. what can happen. So my thing is, is like, as far as transgender goes, I'm not opposed to you being wanting to be transgender when you're older. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that we can't start having curriculums. Yeah. And having curriculums explaining something that's not a very common situation. <laughs> and like, if a kid yeah. is transgender in your class, I think the best way to handle that would be if you do have a class and there's a child who's transgender and a teacher recognizes that there is a situation where kids are making fun of them or or not understanding the situation at that point, if it was me and I was a teacher, I was, I would write a letter to the parents say, you know what? We have a kid who's transgender in the class. He is getting picked on an awful lot. Talk to your children about what this is so that they understand that he's a normal kid and he's just going yeah. to. And then if you wanted to, you could discuss to the class like, okay, like, Hey, like he's just a normal kid. Just like you guys. There's no, you know, yeah. take it. After sit, sit, getting sit, permissions to have that. Exactly. Discussion. Exactly. Let the parents discuss that with the kids because the odds are my daughter's going to go all the way through elementary school in my situation and not have to face a transgender situation. That's I'm just throwing the odd. I think yeah. that's more likely that most she likely. Won't. Yeah. Now in high school, that could be a different story. Who knows? But I'm saying right now it's but not. But then again, so, that's high school is past that puberty puberty point. Okay. Well on that topic, cause I do, I, I want to get onto the other aspects of this, but yeah. there's a, a jazz Jennings. Have you heard of jazz Jennings? She has a TV show. No. He does. She does. And it was all over. She was the first transgender child, boy turning into a girl. And, and they had a TV show, like a reality show about like following him. And he looked like a little girl, man. He was like 10 or I don't know, 12, whatever it was. And he dressed as a girl. He was like, you know, it was a fun show. I'm not going to. I've watched it a couple of times. Like yeah. he, 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 she, I'll call him she. She was like nice. She like had friends. But it was talking about the complications as she's hitting puberty and going into high school. Like what she was facing. That was the whole premise, right? Mm -hmm. So she's still a woman, but here's the thing. She's been taking hormones since she was like seven. Mm. So this is my argument to the hormone thing. And I know Greg, where you're coming from makes sense in some aspects, Mm -hmm. but she is now, I think 18, 19. She's wanting to do a full sex change. This is the thing. So she can get breasts, obviously, but in order to do a, vaginal like penis sex change mm-hmm. what they do quickly and probably undoctor like is they flip the penis inside, inside. Yeah. oh yeah the problem is i've heard it's easier to make a hole than a pole no so here's the here's the here's the issue because she took hormones at very young age before puberty mm-hmm. she never developed a full penis. Ah. So they can't so she, make a deep she vagina. She can't make a vagina because she doesn't even have Didn't a, develop. a developed p- to penis. She has a child's penis. Mm-hmm. So now she can't have a sex change because there would be nothing for her to use. So my point is, is Crazy. there are consequences. At the end of the day, if you want a vagina, the best thing you could hope for is a big dong. <laughs> well, if you want a deep vagina. Well, yeah, if you don't want some shallow house. You know. <laughs> but my point is, is like she she and herself, granted, she is more feminine looking than other boys, I would say, that yeah. did a change. Yeah. She but can't achieve what she wants. Yep. And that's been a big issue. She was very upset about it. It was all over well, the news. Yeah. And my point is, is now what? Now what? Like the suicide rate for trans is high and it's high even after sex changes. I, the, the correlation doesn't change. I've read this a hundred times. It doesn't change. Like getting a sex change does not prevent more suicides by transgenders. Now you got a girl who has had it all as far as what she wanted, she, her look and everything else. She, she can't finish. And now she can't finish. And you don't think that's depressing in its own. So I'm just saying like, there's no good answer for hormones. Mm-hmm. My only thing would be, I see men at my work in Portland who are transitioning right now. I got a guy transitioning right now. And he's about 6'6", 300 pounds. I mean, he's a fucking big guy. He's got to be 48 years old, fit 45 years old. And he's slowly over the past year, he's starting to wear dresses now, still has his normal hair, but he wears makeup, high heels, like the whole deal. He's he's flipping. He's flipping right yeah. now. Still a great guy. 
still a nice guy. I, if he if that's what makes him comfortable, great. We have a person that is a fully transitioned that comes to our store. You can tell it's a dude, but she's very feminine. If you at hundred feet away, you're like, oh, it's a chick. She's tall as fuck. But point being is like you can transition mm-hmm. at the end of your life, yeah. or you can transition at your twenty year old age. Yeah, once you're and mentally in, and physically matured. Yes. So why fuck a kid's body up? That's my thing. And then you're you're and fucking then it up. M- maybe in that situation, cause more mental damage than maybe. was ever intended. But there's also great statistics that show that like a lot of people that want to transition at a young age decide not to later. There's been numerous. Uh, there's one Rose. Uh, she was on a TV show. I can't think of her name, but her, Rose something or Amber Rose. No, that's not that's not right. She wanted know. to be a trans trans. And, and when she was younger, she started that that trays where she was dressing like a boy and mm-hmm. doing her thing. Mm-hmm. When she became more famous, she was on the black. What's that? Orange is the new black. Yeah. So when she when she got older, she realized that she was just a lesbian. She didn't want. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. She didn't want to be a boy. She just wanted to be a lesbian. So now she's just, quote unquote, a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is like, you don't always know what you want at, you know, yeah. At, at 10 years old, you may think you want to be a girl, but then when you're 17 or 18, you're like, you know what? I like, I'm just as fine being a girl that likes girls. So, but if she would have transitioned and done the hormones, can you imagine what her body, I mean, she would have a fucking beard, you know? Yeah. And then she's screwed. Yeah. So I, th- I just like, why fuck with that? I think adding hormones into a body is just a bad idea anyway. I mean, we already have what we need, right? You're born with what you're born with. Well, I mean, a lot of people have what they need. I should take that back because there's imbalances, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, but someone with these ideas and these conceptions that are like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I should be a woman or maybe I should be a man when they're seven years old. It's that that's more of a curiosity aspect to me than a life decision. I and, agree. And like you're saying, I think when you introduce chemicals down the road, the repercussions are going to outweigh and the we, benefits. And it's such a new thing that we have no idea what kind of long-term effects that's going to have. So to get to get back to what this started on, sex education and... Yeah, that was just uh, a major topic. That right? was... <laughs> uh, personally, at what age do you guys think... Actual sex education should take place. Middle school. I would say sixth, seventh grade. When you're 13, 14 years old. Yep. And the right. reason I say I that would is agree. that's that's the time where you've kind of hit your puberty or in mm-hmm. puberty. That's the time that, at least in my experience and from talking to you guys and my wife and age group wise, that's when you become, I think that's when like masturbation becomes more. A little more self-aware. Self-aware. You're like, you know, it's not just a... a like oh, this feels kind of good. I remember, yeah. like, I, I started masturbating in, like sixth grade. Maybe, maybe I'm sure before yeah. that I had my moments, but I'm just to be real open. The sixth grade, and then that's when I was like, "Damn, like that's what this is about." This is fucking. <laughs> so my point is, is like, at you si- got woke. I, I got woke to the dick and how good it feels. But my point is, is like, wow. So, <laughs> let's isolate. Yeah, that. wait, that's uh, that we sounds, get that. that. That's Dave's new guys. Intro. I need a transition. I need that a transition. <laughs> that is your intro, dude. Dick feels good. You got woke to the dick and how good it feels. <laughs> yep. But my point is, is like middle school is when you start making out with women in general. I'm saying uh, and some people do it younger, but I'm saying in middle school is when you have girlfriends, you're holding hands more. Yeah. You really you start kiss. noticing. Yeah. You're masturbating. You make you kiss people. You might touch a titty in middle school. It's that's when the curiosity is actually becoming action, right? Yeah. So, like, if you start, like, okay, this is listen, guys, we understand. You know what? Ironically, that's when dads of daughters buy more guns as well. That's true. That is a fact. Yep. Yep. The annual rate of uh, dads with daughters entering middle school goes mm. up every year. I mean, mm. they buy guns every year. I don't blame them either. Yeah. I don't know. I I just say and tracking devices. Let- Leave all that bullshit out for a while and just let kids fucking be kids. Yeah. It take, it take it one by one. Every fucking one of us wishes we could go back to that age mm-hmm. and just enjoy life, not have to worry about shit. We did. We didn't and, have anything to worry about. And just fucking let them be a kid for as long as they can because an adult sucks. <laughs> yeah. But here's the real question. 
The real question isn't like what necessarily what age should we be teaching it is how extensive should it be taught? Do you feel like your sixth grader, I'll even go up higher. They're trying to go preschool here. Do you think your sixth grader should be taught about anal sex? No. Do you think they should be taught about, uh, analingus? Yeah. No, I, I, I say have sex education, the basics in middle school, just like we had. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the more detailed version of sex education, maybe have another sex education class in high school. Yeah. But I also think it's the way that you word it. I, I like what I'm saying is just like just coming out and saying like anal sex is okay. You know, like it's normal. It's just as good as regular sex. That's what they say in this book. You might get AIDS, but damn. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it's still okay. Listen, here's the thing. Like what's being lost it's is like the ass f- roulette. Yeah. What's being lost is the fact. <laughs> <laughs> so but gross. Butt roulette. <laughs> Who's poops on my dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so here's the thing. When you're what they're not explaining that is like marriage is being tossed out more and more, I feel like over the years, like the idea of like being married and exploring is no longer as 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 important as it used to be. Like, I don't feel like there's a push for marriage anymore. Like sex. I'm not saying most people don't have sex. Wait to have sex till they're married. That's just not common. Not anymore. However, like. That I'm, and again, this goes back to my point. Just because it's not common as anymore, does that mean that we shouldn't still say, like, listen, guys, the best part about marriage in a lot of ways is the connection you have with a single person, right? Who you guys have a connection with, and like by by doing things with other people at a young age and just continually, there's some people that have been there, you know, like that do that, you know. I'm just saying, like, is it great? Yes. Is it fun? Yeah. But then you, you know, like, there, there's a difference between being married. We're all married. There's a difference between a relationship you have with your wife mm-hmm. and the sex and the different things than there is previous. So, like, anal sex and going down on a chick and uh, oral sex, I guess, would be the proper term. Uh, doing different things. I like going down on chick better. What's that old? Yeah. What's that old? <laughs> what's that old woman? I'm pretty sure that's uh, the, like the proper medical definition. What's yeah, the old sex down. doctor? Doctor Ruth. Remember her? Oh yeah. Remember watching that? Oh broad? yeah. They're making a movie about her pretty soon. You know that? Really? Yeah. She's gonna be in it. It's. She's guys, play, is she like ninety now? She's old as fuck. So part. I remember back in the nineties there was a, um, what was the the shampoo? It was called something like orgasmic or something. What? It, it was, I don't know it what was, this is. It was something sens- sensations or like, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with this. So, because I feel, <laughs> was that the best one for masturbating? Was no, it was. It was, it was whenever they would, she would wash her hair, she'd like be having an orgasm. Like they. Oh, oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh what the yes. Fuck's that, what's it called? Yeah. I don't know. Head what's and shoulders. It? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's called like. Something sensations. We got to look that. Can someone look that up while I'm telling this story? Uh, I'll look it up. So, uh, okay. So, but R- Dr. Ruth was on one of them and mm. she was like, you had this woman in the shower kind of like just orgasming because she's washing her hair with this fucking shampoo. And then it zooms in on Dr. Ruth and she goes, try the body wash. I don't know if she sounded like that. <laughs> she wasn't Arab. Oh, well, did I sound? Yeah. Uh, she goes, try. Well, for anybody that much. doesn't know who, who Dr. Ruth is, that was a person that had a TV show late at night. And we had. Oh, it wasn't Dr. Ruth. Sorry. This was someone else. This okay. was a different sex doctor, though. So Dr. Ruth, was a, she had a TV show late at night. And it was one of those uh, things that as a, as a young man, you would watch with your friends occasionally. Yeah. Because like yes. because you're curious. Yep. And she so would gross. she would be on there. She was an old woman, very knowledgeable like on sex, and she would t- discuss dildos and she would discuss like anal sex and and people would call her show and they'd have questions. And I remember being 14, 15, like watching this, like listening. You remember what was the other show? Um Dr. or uh uh with David uh Herbalescence. That's Herbalescence. The, oh. That's the fucking shit, dude. But what was the show with uh, the Adam Carolla and shit that was on to MTV had that show where they were calling sex. To, uh, oh, yeah. Fruit Fusions. That's what it was. Fruit Fusion. Uh, yeah, you do. So Loveline. Loveline. Yes. Same principle. 
Like Loveline was people calling in. They had sex questions. They were talking to a doctor. The way that they describe stuff was how it should be described, in my opinion. Like Dr. Ruth was saying, like, you know, anal sex. Somebody called and be like, hey, my husband really wants to have anal sex and I'm really scared. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. So she'd be like, listen, like, you know, just try. If it hurts, don't. You know, like, just yeah. like she was being honest by the book. It wasn't like overly sexualized, you know? And I feel like now they'd be like, go for it, girl. Just fucking ram it in there, you know? Like, <laughs> take that dick. Yeah, take the dick. Uh, I just don't know that, like, I think that we need to normalize things and, like, get control of things. Like, telling kids that they can be whatever they want and have sex with whoever they want, and that's not a good thing. Like, just because it's kind of normalizing is not a good thing. Yeah. Like, you still, like, school should still be stressing in those that, like, the ultimate goal is to be married and to have a person there, you know, and then you can do whatever you want. Like whatever you guys are comfortable with. Yeah. It's I mean, there. it's very old school, but at the same time, that's kind of everyone's dream of having a long, happily married. It's great. Yeah. They're even, even in the worst times, it's great. Yeah. But the bottom line is like, how sad is it when you're, when you're 21 years old, single, you're hitting the bar every night hoping to get some action. <laughs> What's going you on? You guys, I just, I'm trying to find this fucking commercial oh, from the 90s. I got it right here. I with was the, waiting the for it. The try the body wash, though? No. Because I'm trying to find the one um, with the, it's, a, she's a shorter, like, German sex doctor. Like, she has a very strong accent. It's not Dr. Uh, Ruth, but you, you guys would know. I thought you were talking about the shampoo commercial. But I'm trying to find that. And then <laughs> the second search result goes i use shower gel to finger my ass and i have some questions <laughs> <laughs> it's a reddit that's <laughs> just like i don't and i have questions. <laughs> and I have some questions yeah it's fucking hilarious dude uh, what went wrong uh, yeah i don't know listen parents do your job but this is that this is the just herbal essence commercial each kids putting soap in your ass might hurt <laughs> might burn a little might burn have you ever got soap down your dick yes it, it is stings. not it is like having a kidney stone it's, it's not good. I've never had not one, a good but time. I would imagine. We're Ooh, playing music. Are you ready to have things done to your body you never dreamed of? Is Try it? Herbal Essence's natural volume shampoo. <laughs> it's a shampoo commercial, dude. rich volumizing lather. It turns thin limp hair into hair that's full of body and totally fulfilled. Yes! That was on TV. That was. What did she say? You only want me for my body. Is it weird that uh, that commercial was relevant in the time that AIDS was like out of control? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, end end of discussion on this is like kids are fragile minded. We got to like make sure that we're not exposing them to too much. Giving them just enough to be just... Yeah, because, I mean, you expose them to that kind of stuff, and what kind of repercussions is there going to be? Just you don't because know people how are it's going to affect it, every kid. Don't normalize it. Like, anal sex shouldn't be normalized discussion. This is what people do. Don't tell kids that. If they ask and they and say, like, well, I've heard about anal sex, like... Hey, you know what? Sometimes that's something that adults try and they they experiment with, and it's when they're not ready the to norm. talk about it, they'll talk about mm-hmm. it. But they should be talking about it with their parents. Yeah. Dude, look at this fucking commercial right here. This is another herbal essence. Um, try to turn it up, but just watch it. This chick out in the desert. <laughs> Any excuse? Look at her. Like they're doing full close ups. She's like rubbing herself. Oh, I masturbated this when I was in school. <laughs> Definitely masturbated with this. That's the music, dude. It's like a 90s porno. She's running off into the desert. She throws her dress. There's not even any water back there. I know. She's in a dry (laughs) desert. Where are you getting this water? It's funny to look at uh, what what hot women were in the 90s. Oh, I know, right? Like the variations of what was sexy then, what's sexy now, what was sexy in the 70s. Man, Man, what's sexy now? Fuck, I want to go back. Let's go back to the early 2000s. Yeah, there's, there's definitely uh, some. Yeah. Uh, but Let's see, go that's, down that's to the, a, like the low-rise pants and stuff. Let's go back. That's a, there's, this whole 60s style is not doing it for me. I'm talking like, look at the, I would say look at the 
best celebrities. That's the best, you know, that they're obviously the highest in fashion. Mm, so yeah. I'm saying look at the celebrities, women of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 50s. Marilyn Monroe back in the day. She was the sex icon. Oh, yeah. And she was fucking beautiful, dude. Yeah. And she was classy looking. She's yeah. a little skank. I don't mind that. She was classy. But she looked good. She looked good. She wore, she wore nice shit. Now, yeah. it's like the weirder you are, the sexier the you are. The more you look like a hobo. That's the, the thing. The yeah. big, loose pants that aren't made for you. And I'm not going to say that, like, listen, I'm not going to say that, that there's none <laughs> of those girls. Sweatshirts. Listen, the bottom oh, yeah. line is if you're attractive, <laughs> if you're an attractive female, you're an attractive female. Like, it don't matter if you're wearing something oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're good looking, you're good looking. If yeah. you're a good looking guy, it don't matter what the fuck you wear. Like, at the end of the day, they're going to see your face, and they're going to see your physique or your build or your type. Yeah. yeah. But but there As is something style. to be said about uh, Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Oh, my God, dude. Or fucking... Uh, Look at the end of this commercial watch. This guy looks at her. Look at the top button on her sweater. Pops open. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, that used to be it's okay. Se- it's, yeah, that would be sexist and (laughs) so at the end of this uh herbal essence commercial uh everybody a woman wearing a tight sweater um a man looks at her and the the top button just pops off that would be okay exposes her cleavage is that chris angel Uh, i thought it was chris angel he just mind freaked her cleavage (laughs) well i just think that like i agree with you chris there's certain things that just like classiness that is gone we talked about in some other old podcasts about chivalry and the way that a man acts now compared to then and but i'm saying like when you see like there's a reason like i've brought up george clinton brad pitt those guys are definitely like the golden years of their life you know what i'm saying they're 50s i don't know if clinton's older than that but my point is is they're handsome dudes and they they always look nice mm-hmm. they wear suits still you know they, yeah. they their hair's you know, Brad Pitt goes through some weird phases but my point is is he's still like a manly man you know what i'm saying like he is you know, and even modern guys, there's modern guys. I, I, as a guy, I look at them. I'm like, man, that guy, God damn, I want to look like that when I'm 50 years old, dude. Yeah. You know, what's Thor fucking uh, Hemsworth, you know, it just looks like a dude. That's what women want. He's a foot fit, tall, b- looks like he'd beat, beat an ass for you. You know what I mean? Like he, he would, wouldn't back down from a fight. They don't want this scrawny little, like, I don't like, hair, fuck, I don't like flip, meat. Hair flip. Dutch Brothers disgusting. Kid. Gross. What girl wants? I mean, I'm sorry. There are girls that want that, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. Like, I think the majority of women now want a man who f- they feel protected by, you know, and 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 also like represents himself well. Yeah. And like when you see a woman, you want somebody that like is feminine and like can dress I, I nice. Think, I think that's on- the. I think that's the biggest thing is the self representation. I think if a guy presents himself well. That's the biggest thing I feel like for, yeah. for me. I just a lot of these kids now look like little douchebags. Yeah, and their attitudes—the attitude is a big one. It's the uh, biggest thing, man. That's the modern child. The yeah. attitude. The I don't give a shit about anything attitude. And quite honestly, fuck sex, sex education in school. They should have a fucking attitude adjustment. In they school. should like start teaching kids how to be kids, like how to be young men. And yeah. how to be young women. Like, yeah. when when we lost culture was when schools quit doing home economics. You know, teaching kids how to cook. We had that a little bit. Yeah. Probably at the end of the phase, but... Yeah, I think money by the time I was out of high school, home ec kind of went out. There was a class that I took, and, like, as a senior, it was kind of like a prepare. They taught you how to, like, balance a checkbook. Well, there's a bunch and of that schools... That should be dude. mandatory, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for there, sure. There's a bunch but, of schools getting rid of, getting rid of uh, like... Uh, wood wood shop and metal Trades. shop and Trades that stuff. kind of stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing: like, education only goes so, so far. But like, what makes a, a student good is like somebody that's respectful, somebody that's willing to listen. You know, because yeah. these kids are out of control. You see these fucking YouTube videos constantly punching their teachers. Oh yeah. Fist fights. Do you think that's the responsibility of the parent though? It is. Right. It is. Yes. And that clearly when you see that kid that's that's fighting with this teacher, screaming, punching, like getting in fit, there's fist fight videos everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. On yeah. They're, they're out of control. And I most mean, teachers I'm sure, tell you. I'm sure like uh the probability is very, very low because you're talking like a handful of YouTube well, videos you've probably seen. Listen, compared to how many students. Listen, I would say this in communities like where we live, probably very minor. 
okay, in urban cities, I don't think it's as uncommon as you may think it is. Don't know. There's something going on. Point being, there's no respect. Yeah. And then those kids clearly have terrible parents or parents that don't give a shit, have to, because they're not getting their ass kicked at home or they wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And then they go on to be what? Nothing. They go on to be nothing because they nobody wants to hire them because they're they're combative. Their attitude sucks. They've got yeah. away with it for so long. So my, my point is, is like, how about instead of sex education, let's start teaching, go back to teaching kids how to be responsible. People are clueless when they get older now. Money management, like you were saying, you took that class, but getting paychecks and, and managing money and being a responsible adult, none of that stuff is important anymore as far as school education. They don't care about that. No. So you go out in the real world and you're clueless on and you blow your money and you're you're fucking now you're now you're adding to the homeless population. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's what what's so frustrating is that a lot of it does come back to family and if if it's not there, if you're not focusing it on the family, I don't think it's the government's job to tell you what to do and how to balance a checkbook. I don't think it's it should be a mandatory. I don't think any school stuff should be mandatory. I think it should just be whatever value system. We should just have no school. No, they they should no. Well, they, I think it should be private. I don't think it should be mandatory, but it should be an option. You want to take this class that is accounting and. And I'm, I'm sure they still have something like that because I nobody I wants to do it, that. No kid wants to do that. When you're in high school, like you're you're down easy, to, you're easy. down to take as many P classes. It's an easy grade though. That's that's all I'm saying. Like it was an easy class to take as like an elective. I'm just saying, like, why have schools at all? It should just be the parents' responsibility to teach your kids, or it should just be a privatized school. Or maybe like, they should wanna- just have a class that's. A mandatory class that you have to go through that's like civil preparation or something. That's what I'm saying. Or if you that covers all that, choose a school that has a curriculum that you want your child to learn. That's yeah, what that's, I'm like. Yeah, I, but I know it's super common expensive. core in the modern school system. Like they want to go universal now, and that's the the thing that they're talking about right here. And this thing, what we started this conversation with, universal school uh, core education. You know, like where. You have to have a certain curriculum. They have to have a certain test score to go through. They have to, and that's universal. Yeah, through America. See, I don't. I hate that. I don't like universal because a every kid's different. Exactly. Every kid learns differently. Some kids are not good at taking different paces. Mm -hmm. But my point is, is like I remember being in school, and I've changed my mind on this a lot because when you're in school, you want to do whatever you want, right? Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to dress, but um, school dress codes. Yeah. Like uniforms. There's schools that wear uniforms. Oh yeah. And when you're in school. And you had the proposal of like, well, they might go to uniforms. That's like, what the fuck, man? I want to wear my fuck, you know, and like you're yeah. pissed off. But I'm saying as an adult now, that I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Like you're going to a, a school with everybody else. And yep. what causes bullying? Being different. Yeah. So my point is, is like hindsight now. Well, what I'm saying yeah. is, no, what I'm saying is, is I'm not saying that. I think you're still going to get bullying even yeah, if you have Yeah, it's not going to go away. But I'm but saying, it, what's bullying? Bullying is like the kid, We, I mean, we went to school together, Greg, a lot, for a long time. Yeah. Like, you know. I bet you can name some of the kids. So what I think... Andy Darvell. What I think... <laughs> wore the same sweatshirt every day for a fucking year. And, uh, but I think what school <laughs> uniforms would do is uh, form a cohesiveness of we're all in this together. It's kind of more of a team aspect, right? Because... Look at it, ma- any sports. You're teams, making right? my point, though. You're making my point. What I'm saying is, is like, will bullying stop? No, because yeah, exactly. if you're a weird there's kid, there's still gonna be like that clickiness on personalities. Yes, but but the thing is, is like you will see less kids getting made fun of. Yeah, based on their appearance. Yeah, and uh, quite honestly, appearance is the majority of what kids are getting made fun of. What it does? Do they are they stinkier? Are their clothes old? Are their yeah. shoes don't fit? You don't have that as much. And not yeah. only that, like you're in school. We need to understand that, like, just you're in school. You're there to learn. You're, it's not, it's now, not a this social is, program. This is the older me talking. It's not yeah. a social program. And we have enough social programs. What we need is a kid to go to school and just go there yeah. and learn how to like tuck his shirt in, put his little jacket on or whatever the fuck they decide to wear. There was like rules. Yeah. And like as being older, like those rules, just like my work, I have to have a shirt tucked in. I have to wear my mm-hmm. uniform. Well, that's what it's saying. Like so school uniforms prepare you for order. Right, for order. they put you in order, and then they they make it into that way. You have a mindset that says, "I need to dress for this purpose." Well, you have right? a sense of pride, like you look. There's something about like when you see a person that's put together at a job or something. It just there's something 
more about that. You know what I mean? Like you see a guy in uniform or something yeah. or well, whatever. It's just, you would either love it or hate it, but you you dress for the occasion. So you'd yeah. say, I don't like doing this, but I'm getting prepared. And when I'm in this school uniform, that means I got to go fucking learn. Yeah. I'm not going out to party. Yeah, I'm not it changes going, your mentality. It changes the the way that you. But think I just about, think it, you know it does I mean? it does other little things like small things. Like at a young age, if you're wearing a uniform, we do have a couple schools in town that are uniform based. Mm. So I think uh, St. Helens Elementary School is still a uniform. That's a different kind of school though. They're a year round school. Yeah. But the but the point is is like those kids like they get the mentality they got to wake up a little earlier. They got to make sure their shirts ironed. They got to tuck in their shirt and they have to wear their certain shoes and they got to keep military, those. Clean. Yes, but that exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. The point is, is like, why does the military, why do they have like things for 15 year old? Like, you know, I can't remember what they're called. They're cadets, you know, and shit. Boot camps. Boot camps. Like that shit changes kids. It is not a secret. Like if you yeah. have a very troubled kid and you put them into a fucking military school, that kid m- more times than not. Yeah. Comes out respecting people. Any the military is a good, good, great example. I'm so glad I didn't even think about that. But like, how many kids go into the military who have nothing going on, who have issues? They make it into Attitude the military. Problems. They're like, and all of a sudden, a they're like, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Like we, you know, because yeah. like you're distilled. Like manners. You will fucking respect me. You will call me sir every time you talk to me. You will wake up when I tell you to. And all of a sudden, their whole life is just organized. Now they make their bed. They like. Open doors, ma'am, go in. You know, like yeah. it's a, to- you can tell a military man is a completely different human being than the average person who graduates and does their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And my point is, is like, if you did had, I'm not saying be military, but if you had some of those just so like, instead of the regiments. Yeah. Yes. And referring to people as sir and ma'am, referring, like opening the door, respecting people, elders. Yeah. Elder respect is gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's gone. Well, yeah. So, like, Jordan Peterson and Jocko, have you ever heard of Jocko Willick? Yes, I Willick? have. Yes, I like, have. they go in. So, Jocko Willick was, like, fucking Navy SEAL. He's, he's a pretty badass dude. He wakes up at, like, four in the morning. Joe Rogan talks about yeah, him all the time. he's a diehard freak. But he, they talk about, like, the importance of, like, setting your life in order and waking up with a purpose every day mm-hmm. and just, like, getting started and doing stuff right away. Yeah, And that's what it kind of teaches you is like, okay, well, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to make my bed a certain way or I'm going to like dress a certain way. And then I'm going to make sure that, you know, the buttons right down the fucking crotch seam or something. You know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. I got to I got to go get at the gym, be there by 430 and then be done by 530. That's an extreme example. But yes, but it's like yes. setting if you have a schedule and you get stuff done early in the day, it's proven that. That will set the pace for the rest of the day. Probably. So if you wake up and you're just lazy as fuck and you sit down on the couch, you're not going to be lazy for the whole day. But yeah. if you wake up and you start doing little tiny things, like I'm going to organize my closet, just yeah. like my fucking shoes. Do section. some laundry. I got to do the dishes real quick. I need yeah. to mow the yard. Yep. I'm going to take out the trash. And then while I do that, you know, then you start multitasking. You're yeah. like, oh yeah. I, but I'm, here's the problem. Is there's, 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 there's in the, in the world that we live in, there's, tons of like variations a kid has to go through I'm, variations is a bad word there's tons of like obstacles in a daytime so like if you were trying to teach them one thing then they have to go to school because we have school they yeah. have to go they're teaching them another thing yeah and then they have friends oh, yeah. who are teaching them another thing mm-hmm. so my point is is like as long as we have public schools teachers need to be on board with the generalized parenting of people and I agree that like I agree that like parent or teachers shouldn't be parents, and I agree that like they parents should do their job. But the point I'm trying to make is like if you if you if schools made kids wear uniforms and made them be more respectful, punish them when they weren't being respectful, you know, that's it's gonna help the parents more. Cause you know yeah. as well as I do, it is my kids not always respectful. You know, they're they are um spoiled brats sometimes, you know. They are. They just they cry when they don't get something, and yeah. every kid's like that. Yeah. But the what I'm trying to say is like that needs to be reinforced when they go to school too. It can't just be a free for all because then they come back and they they don't listen to you even more. And for yeah. some reason, like my daughter, like she respects us as parents, but I'm saying she really respects her teacher. I feel like you know, like your manager. You know, like you might get pissed at your mom, but if you have a manager, even if you hate him. He's your boss, man. You got to do what he says kind of right. Unless you just want to quit. Yeah. So the point is, is like sometimes a different person in their life that they don't spend all day with like their parents 
they can get respect out of them that they wouldn't normally get. So they have yeah. to play that role, you know, and like teach kids like, hey, you will well, respect yeah, Teachers me. have a weird, are in a weird spot where they actually have a lot of power with kids. They have a lot. And that's where kids between the ages of five and 18 spend the majority of their life. Yeah. Yeah. So if that is contradicting what's going on outside of school, then that's causes problems. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is like every school has troubled kids and the other kids see that and they act out and lash and they, yeah. but my problem is the teachers aren't using those those assholes as examples, you know. They're yeah. not like, see what Billy just did? Don't do that shit. Like that is that is not the way you now they're like, Well, Billy just had like a Well to be fair, I don't know if we know. That's what's so interesting, uh, you know. I feel having, like school, a, yeah, I, I, I don't know, know because I feel like when we I, had our teacher conference school, and, and we talked to our teacher. Well, who's, you're talking young kids, dude. Yeah, but that, that, that's, that's even that's more when it, when it happens. Yeah. I'm saying like she was telling us like straight up that, listen, like, and she's she's been pretty good. Jill is volunteering a lot to end this. She was pretty good about like talking to us a little more privately. She was like, we have a lot of troubled kids in our class. That's been the biggest struggle for me. Yeah. Couple kids, they act out. You're talking like, Rose teacher or something? Yeah. And, uh, but the hard part is, is like ex- using those examples, like telling kids that this, that's not the way you act. Instead of yeah. like kind of covering it up, like Billy just had a rough day and, you know, we don't, you know, it's, okay, it's okay to have those days. But, you know, no, just say like, hey, what he did, that's, that's not okay. Everything that's wrong. Don't yeah. do that. You know, like, how does someone wrote or anybody, anybody's kid, like, be screwed over by other dumbasses. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, sex ed is for middle school and up. Okay. That's where I'm going to leave this at. I'm going to say <laughs> That's what I learned. Teach the basics. Teach it like they did in the 50s. You know, get, the, the, root, get the banana out. The roots. Don't go into anal. <sighs> don't go into cuddlingus. Don't go into shower gels and random holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get a banana, put a condom on it, wrap your shit up. Yeah. There we go. Amen. Yeah. A- Bring in a really tired mom with a kid and say, you want to look like that? Like, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. Anyways. All right, and guys. let your kids be kids. Yeah, don't man. fuck them up too early because yeah. they're going to get fucked up later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Agree. All right. Good episode, guys. Close it out. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Till next time.